Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I seem to be getting earlier and earlier these days. Yesterday was um, at 10 a.m. and today it's about 9.30 a.m. So it seems like I am, for some reason, getting earlier. It's only out of necessity. I will be back at my regular time, hopefully by Friday. But anyways, um, before I get to the main part of this broadcast, I want to answer a question sent to me by a few listeners. Now, those of you who have been with me for a while remember the last time when I made the statement about what Victoria Kennedy said about there is no devil. Well, I have had a few listeners emailing me asking me if I believe that there is a devil. Well, yes, I do. And when she says there is no devil, I don't know if she means that um, there is no Satan or there is no like um, top of the pyramid type of uh, entity. So I, I really don't know what she means by that. I'm going to find out. But um, this is just me Speaking, my own personal belief is, yes, I do believe that there is a devil. I do believe that there is a Satan, uh, Lucifer. And um, the main reason is because Jesus said so. Not only did he say so, but he actually named him. It's clearly named and it's biblical. So that is my main reason. The other thing that I have heard many times when it comes to this um, entity is that because he is the biggest liar, the biggest deceiver, and things like this, that one of his greatest achievements is when people do not believe that he exists. So anyways, yes, I do believe that there is a devil. All right. I want to get into a few stories that I have heard. Now, these are not my stories. And um, a couple of these were not told to me personally, but I have learned of them. So the first one, okay, first of all, I want to start with explaining what a, I don't know if it's a satyr or a satyr, but it's one of those mythological creatures. And um, in the Greek mythology and in their art, these satyrs or satyrs were represented as a man with horse's ears and a horse tail. But in Roman mythology, a satyr was represented as a man with goat's ears, a goat's tail, legs, and horns. So there are two different variations of this creature. And I believe that both of them are, um, he can, this creature can be represented by. I don't think that just because you see one or the other, it means that it's something different. No, I believe that it is um, both the same creature. 
no matter if he's missing like the the horse what is this oh if he's missing the goat ears and tail and legs you know what i mean so anyways um i want to go back with one of my stories and this is all going to tie into what i'm going to tell you about right here so i did talk about this a couple of years ago that i do not like to go into public restrooms when they are empty because of an experience that i had in a public restroom and it was in the morning it was probably maybe 10 in the morning. So the place we were at was just opening. And I went in to the restroom and there was nobody in there. Because you can see underneath the stalls and you see feet and you just know when there are other people in there. So all of the other doors were open as well. It wasn't a big bathroom, it was probably I'm going to say three stalls. So I went into the first one and I was turning around because I was putting that paper on the seat. I had hung my purse up on that hook on the door. I turned around, I was putting that paper on the seat. And out of my periphery, I saw something slowly appear over the top of the stall that was next to me. I didn't look straight at it. There was no sound. It was quiet in there. And you know, in those bathrooms, I mean, it, it, they echo because there's nothing in there but metal and tile. And you would at least get some sort of echo. There was nothing, not an echo, not a rustle, not a breath completely quiet. I didn't know what to do. But once it rose, like to look at me, look down at me from over the top of that little stall separation there, it didn't move. It stayed there. So if I would have looked up, whatever it was, I would have seen it. And immediately I got this feeling that I cannot explain. It wasn't um, I dread, I, I can't explain it. And even if, as I'm telling you right now, I'm getting goosebumps. So quickly in my mind, I'm, I'm like frozen now. And I'm thinking, okay, what do I do? So it was like, fuck it. So I stood up, I grabbed my purse, opened the door and came out as quickly as possible. So all of this must have taken, I mean, maybe a minute total. And I came out and I told my husband, there's somebody there in that bathroom and they peeked over the top of the stall at me. But you're not going to believe this because when I went in there, the bathroom was empty and no one came in after me. Did you see someone come in? And he said, no. So I, I, we started walking along. And then we saw some of the security people walking around and I told them, I think there's someone in that bathroom, like, um, I don't know, hiding out in there or stalking people because they looked at me over the top of the stall. 
When they went in there, there was no one in there, of course. So what this was, I will never know. But I'm telling you, it wasn't in there when I entered that restroom initially. Nor did it come in from the outside because there was no one around at this place yet. And my husband was standing right out there. The other thing is that this thing must have been pretty darn tall. Even to stand up on the toilet and look over, I couldn't do that. I could not stand on the toilet and look over that stall because I would have had to have been maybe seven feet maybe because the stall is quite high. And I'm going to say that whatever this thing was, it was the whole head. It wasn't just a partial head, maybe up to its eyeballs, to its nose, no. It was the whole head that was looking at me. And I have a pretty good peripheral vision and I saw this thing. So why this reminds me of the story I'm about to tell you is because this was reported at a campground area. There was um, a girl and it was at night and she was going to go to the restroom. So in this campground area, they had the public restrooms there in certain locations. So it was like just across this little parking lot thing from where their little campsite was. So her and a couple of her friends walked over there so that she could use the restroom. So while she's in there, you know, through the sides of the doors, you can see somebody walk by. You can just see like the little glimpse because the doors are not solidly together. So you can get a little glimpse. So she said that she heard something come in and it sounded like like a kind of clopping sound, like a horse hoof type of thing. And then she could smell. She said it, it was a mixture of smells like wet dog and grass, like really earthy type of smells. And she started thinking, what is going on in here? Did somebody bring a horse in here? Is there some kind of animal in here? And then through the bottom of the stall, because some of them, they come up pretty high towards the bottom and you can see feet and stuff. She saw two hoofs and some brown furry legs and there were only two. So whatever this thing was, was walking on two legs. So she started freaking out and she didn't know what to do. There she is in that stall. She sees those things underneath. What in the heck am I going to do? She's thinking. Just then, this thing, whatever it was, peers in at her through those little narrow 
openings on the sides of the doors. Then it starts trying to open the door. So it starts shaking that door, trying to open it. She screams her head off. And this thing takes off running. Now, the people who were waiting for her outside of this stall reported seeing this thing that looked like an upright walking goat type creature run out of that bathroom and ran off into the wilderness. And when she came out of there and she was just so scared and I am pretty sure that even now, and I'm not sure exactly how long ago this happened, but she may be the same way. She doesn't want to go into a public restroom unless there it's filled with people. Now, what was this thing? It kind of sounds like a satyr or a satyr to me. The description that was given. There are a few other reports of similar encounters. Another one is said to have happened on one of those kind of like country roads. And these people were driving down this country road. All of a sudden, they saw a big, like, tree stump almost looking thing fly through the air and land in front of their vehicle. So they could not continue on their path. It blocked the road. The next thing they know, they were being terrorized by these things that they described as goat-looking creatures walking on two legs. And they were shaking their vehicle. They were trying to open the doors and get in. These people stated that they don't exact, they're not exactly sure how long this lasted, but it seemed like it went on for hours. I believe this happened in the late 70s, okay? This particular encounter. So finally, I guess when you're so scared, you just kind of lose it. You just kind of lose your mind a little bit. You forget certain things. And I, I can understand that. So finally, somebody realized, well, we can go in reverse, so they put it in reverse and took off that way. And whatever these things were, because there were two of them, they continued to chase them for a short distance before they just relented and gave up. All right, and that's not it. All right, now there is another report. And this one, I believe, was in Kansas. And I believe that this one happened a long time ago as well. I think this happened before cell phones. 
So what years that might have been, it could have been the 80s, could have been the 70s. I'm really not 100% sure. But there were these, um, there was this guy and this girl, and they were on a bridge. You know, you see those bridges in movies and in pictures, different parts of uh, the United States. And they were up there, and it was uh, a bridge that was rarely, if ever, used. Kind of like in the countryside. They were up there, and they were just tossing rocks down into the water below on this bridge. They were young, like maybe um, teenagers or young. Just They were young. So anyhow, all of a sudden, they see something running up on the bridge. And it's running towards them. They're not... They're not really too sure what they're seeing. But as it gets closer, they describe that this thing was a goat-looking creature running on two legs. And it had these tall horns sticking out of its head. That was the description besides the running on two legs and the tall horns because they were so intensely frightened by this thing. Those are the two things that stood out to them. So they got in their vehicle as this thing is getting closer and they took off. And that thing followed them for some distance before it just gave up and stopped. Now, what are these things? I have heard of these entities called dogmen. I have heard of goatmen. And just maybe those are names given to some of these creatures that um, back in the ancient Greek days and Roman days would have been uh, the mythological creatures that we know as satyrs. So do they still exist? Did they ever exist? It's kind of looking that way. It is definitely a possibility. And the more... The more that you hear about these type of reports, the more you start to realize and and uh, put certain things together that, um, and I've, I've believed this for a while, guys, that these um, so-called mythological creatures, these came from somewhere. These people weren't just making things up. I believe that these people from the ancient times were actually seeing these things. That these things really did exist and could very well still be out there somewhere. There are just too many reports. Another one is uh, there was this woman and she was driving. She had her kids in the car and it's actually one of her children who report this story. He's older now. He's grown up now. 
and he's, he tells a story. They were driving. I'm not sure where they lived, but they lived in a place that wasn't like city. They were not in a city dwelling. They were in more of a rural dr- dwelling, rural area. And he says, we were driving, my mom was driving, and um, him and his siblings were in the car. And all of a sudden, this thing ran from one side of the road. He said it happened so fast. So this thing darts from one side of the road, like rolls up over the car hood, down off of the car. So that caused his mother to swerve and then end up in a ditch. They didn't roll over. No one was hurt. There was no crash. But she just kind of like went into like a little ditch or a, a small little off of the road type of thing. Well, that thing came back. And he said it got up on the hood of the car and it started pounding on the windshield on his where his the driver's side windshield and he said it had this ugly look on its face like a ugly grin so his mother started praying and when he opened his eyes that thing was gone and he said his mother was just sitting there looking straight ahead with her hands on the steering wheel almost like in a type of catatonic state because she could not believe what had just happened. And everyone was like, what was that? But she was able to get the car going, get it back on the road, and continue on. And he reported the same type of thing, that same goat-like looking creature and it had horns on its head like little nubs didn't have big tall horns and an ugly face and it ran because it ran from one side of the road to like do this stunt man type tumble on the hood of the car and then off the car so caused just just enough to cause her to veer and and go off the road. He says to this day, she won't talk about it. She will not talk about it. He's like, she doesn't deny it, but she doesn't want to talk about it. So these things are said to be some sort of like woodland or foresty type of uh, creatures. So maybe that's why they're out there. Depending on if you're reading from the Greek or the um, Roman type of um, mythology, they say that these things like to um, be drunk. They like women and so on. So um, I'm telling you guys, there are just too many of these type of reports to ignore. And I just think sometimes, even now, I mean, that thing that happened to me was, um, 
Oh, man, it was more than 10 years ago, my encounter. But I wonder sometimes if I would have looked, what would I have seen? It wasn't meant for me to look whatever it was um, that was keeping me together, that was protecting me, obviously was the, the thing that wouldn't let me look and get a full view of whatever this thing was. I really believe that because you know how nosy I am. I, I think I probably would have looked or on my way out, I may have like taken a little glimpse, but I didn't do any of that. So it's just all of these things, guys. Um, when, you, when you think about these things, like, my gosh, what, what is out there? And as time goes on, and when we talk about urban sprawl, they clear the forest to build houses, to build Walmarts, to build McDonald's and all of their things. We are like encroaching on the land that these things live in. They're their living area is getting smaller and smaller each year. People go hiking, people go camping. Who knows what they see? Who knows what they encounter? A lot of people won't talk about it, never bring it up. And there are some people who just vanish. And while there are many theories that go around. Some people say, oh, well, these people who vanish, they want to fake their own death. Um, they probably fell and died in a very remote area, and that's why no one can find them. Eaten by animals, carried off by Sasquatch. I mean, there are so many theories. But how do we know that they haven't encountered something else that isn't spoken about as often as even Bigfoot? That there may be things out there that we really would have a hard time believing. So, it just, um, I don't know, it, it makes me think. With all the new stuff that I hear about and stuff like this. Not to mention, the report of that big wooden tree trunk looking thing being thrown on, out into that road. Now you're looking at something that has incredible strength to be able to do that. Those things cannot be picked up by a couple of guys and tossed out into the roadway. Those things are brought down by like weather and sliding off the hillside or by some sort of um, construction equipment that First, they cut it up and then they pull it out of the ground. So whatever did this was just incredibly strong or had some type of technology that we, prob that we don't know of.
It just makes me think, man, like, yeah, I don't want to go to, um, well, I do kind of like to go camping. I like to go out there in the dark and sit around and listen to what everyone has to say, especially about stories and their experiences. All right, um, there is one more that I want to tell you about, and now this is not a story that happened in the wilderness. This is actually something that happened in a um, an area in a in a neighborhood. So this was reported, and I guess it happened about two or three years ago. And this is a family, and they have children, and they have the climbing thing in the backyard, and they have swing set and all this stuff in their yard for their children. And she reports that she heard a sound out in the backyard and she didn't know what it was. Like, what is that sound? And she really wasn't too worried about it because they have dogs and the dogs are in the backyard and it was in pretty decent weather. But anyhow, she couldn't place that sound. So finally... She got up and she went to go and look out. And she said that the swings on the swing set were swinging like they were swinging. Like there was somebody on there swinging on these swings. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. She said there was no wind and my dogs were out there and they were not barking. They were not even out. They were in their dog house. And she woke her husband up and she said, you got to come and see this. He looked outside. The swings were still swinging. And he was like, well, where are the dogs? And then he said something like, maybe it's the wind. (laughs) There is no wind, dear. And even if there was, the swings wouldn't be swinging like that. So... They went outside. Now, these are a couple of brave souls, okay? They went outside. And she says that when they got into that area, the swings started calming down, but they were still swinging. And she says, as we got closer, there was like an electric current of some kind in that area. And her hair stood up. She said, like, there was electricity, made my hair stand up. And then they walked over to where their dog house was, make sure their dogs were still alive. And they had Rottweilers. And they were crying. So, what does that tell you? Those dogs were so scared They would not come out of their house. And Roddy's, come on. And the swing swinging. And the the thing that got me about this was the electrical type of charge thing. She said, my hair wasn't just standing up. It was standing up like Medusa. It was like sticking out of my head. Yeah, where where do we go with this? There are many directions I can take this. 
I mean, there are there are a lot. There are a lot of ways that I can go with this. But um I'm not I'm not going to at this moment. Because for one thing, I wasn't even going to talk about this one today. I was going to wait to talk about this particular one, but um, I decided to go ahead and put it out there. And see, the things that I would like to know are things like, okay, but if you continued walking, did you continue walking? How How far past the swing set did the electricity last? Where did it start from when you came out of your house to how close to that area were you before you noticed and your hair starts down? There are certain things that I would like to know before I can try to make a um, a conclusion and to um, really look at this with a critical eye and see what I really believe that it is. Without a lot of details, it's a little difficult to dissect this. I don't want to go out like with a half-assed little story about, okay, this is what I think because I don't know enough. But the dog's crying, not coming out of their doghouse, tell me a lot already. So we know that it wasn't good. I, I don't know. It's um strange. It's strange everywhere. And as we continue on, like, you know, we talk about this all the time. We get more and more reports of certain things. And yes, um, someone just asked me about the... Seder. Okay, once again, I don't know if it's Seder or Satter. Yes, it has been said that this creature, well, for one thing, it's always depicted naked. This creature has never been drawn or carved or anything with any type of clothing on. And yes, that is true. The other part of it, that it always i'm i'm not sure if this is for both cultures greek and roman but i know that in the greek it's always depicted as having a um erect and exaggerated um penis because it said that this thing whatever it is loves women and likes to be drunk so I guess I guess he likes drunk sex okay (laughs) I couldn't I couldn't let that one go I had to say it okay (laughs) all he needs is a pack of cigarettes (laughs) okay but anyhow um that is I think that's all I've got for today beside all right all right there is you know we talked about mirrors before And I heard a story about a mirror. It was one of those floor-length mirrors. And this guy inherited a house. Don't ask me where it was or when this happened. But the story goes that 
this guy inherited a house. So he went to go and, well, hey, you inherit a house. Going to go ahead and go and live in it. So he goes ahead and he moves in. And um, his girlfriend moves in with him. And everything was okay for a couple of weeks. So he's still exploring this house. He's still finding things that he, as he goes on, okay, he's getting rid of certain things and he's um, exploring. I guess the house was fairly large. So it wasn't anything that he could just do in a day. So between working and his time off, he was clearing things out. So he goes into the attic and he finds this floor-length mirror, this full-length mirror, I'm sorry. And uh, it's covered up and he uncovers it and he's like, wow, this is pretty nice, pretty cool mirror. But he doesn't bring it down out of the attic because at the time he's still getting rid of certain things and just trying to see where he and him and his girlfriend are going to set their furniture up and what have you. But he said that after he found that mirror and uncovered it, there were just all these strange things that started to happen right away. They started hearing pounding on the bedroom door at night. They started hearing scratching in the walls. They started seeing like um, the shadows of like feet, like somebody was walking by, you know, when you close your door in your room, how there's that little area of space between the bottom of the door and the floor. They could see as like somebody was walking, even though he would get up and open the door and there was no one there. So finally, one day, his girlfriend says that um, she had a really bad dream. She woke up and there was this ugly old woman sitting on the bed. She's not ugly old woman, but like this witch looking thing that was sitting on the bed. And he didn't realize this. And this is weird, okay? He didn't realize that he had the same dream or experience until one day he was driving home from work and he was like sitting in a little bit of traffic and then he remembered that he also had an encounter with whatever this witch-looking thing was. And what happened to him was that this thing ran out of the room and ran to the area that led to the attic. So he's starting to think, you know, this all started once I discovered that mirror and uncovered it. So he went up there and uh, did a full inspection of this thing. And what he saw in the wood carvings around the mirror and the things that it was attached to that held it up to make it into the the standing mirror. He said there were actually runes carved into this thing. And when he realized this, even though he said, I don't know what these things said, I don't know what the 
implications were here. He said he got a very strange feeling. And that's when he decided to get rid of it and get it out of that house. His girlfriend had said, maybe you should just go ahead and cover this thing back up before we can get it out of here. And so they went ahead, they covered it back up. But it didn't stop. It kind of settled it down a little bit, but it didn't stop it all the way, things happening. And they would go up there to go and get that thing and bring it down to get it out of the house finally. And it was uncovered once again. They had not been up there and uncovered that thing. They didn't want anything to do with it, but yet it was uncovered. And he said um, it was impossible for this to happen just by happenstance because the sheet that covered it or whatever this cloth was, was large enough so that it touched the floor on both sides as it covered this mirror. It wasn't like it was any halfway thing going on here. And there were no windows open. It was up in an attic and all it had were like some vents and things like this. No wind could have done that, he said, especially in the area where this thing was located. So um, that's another thing, another story about mirrors. And I'm not saying at all that all mirrors are bad or all mirrors harbor something in them or have spirits trapped in them or anything like this. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, however, is that it is possible that this could have been used in a particular manner, okay, to cause something like this to happen, as well as runes, all right? And he doesn't know what, what, they, what they meant. He doesn't know anything because he just wanted, okay, I'm not even going to look into this. I don't want to know. I don't care. I just want this thing gone. So to me, as much as I know about this, I would say that this was used in some sort of ritual or for some type of reason that is um, esoteric or occultic. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you guys, oh, that little mirror in your little powder compact is harboring spirits and all this stuff. No, no. But I do know that they are used for many different things as well as many different cultures have their own beliefs about mirrors. And um, one last story. There was this guy and he was shaving. He was looking in his mirror and he said it was just on a regular getting to be evening. He was getting ready to go out standing there, he's shaving. He said that he saw something run behind him from like one side of the room to the other. He thought it was his dog. He was like, wow, what, what the heck is, is he doing? So he calls his dog and his dog comes to him from the side that this thing ran from originally. And then 
because I guess before he had this experience, there were people in the house telling him that there was something going on in there and they were seeing people, especially like a young girl and things like this. And he started asking the question, is it this mirror? Could it be this mirror? That's why I saw it in the mirror. I didn't see it anywhere else. I don't think so. I think it's highly unlikely. It's a bathroom mirror. And as far as I know, they had been living in there for quite a while. So I don't think so. But I I get questions like this sometimes because, of course, people will wonder about, well, is it all mirrors? And it's not. All right. So just wanted to share those things with you guys. I um, will try to be back tomorrow, get into some more stuff, and delve a little bit deeper into um, some of the meanings, okay? Because you know how I like to dig. I present the story, and then I like to just dig around a little bit, try to get down to the, past the, the gristle and stuff like that, and really get down to the marrow of what some things are, what could be the causes, and so on. So once again, thank you all so much. I appreciate all of you. Ciao.